Those aren't hedges. There's stone under all those vines. He thought she looked mildly accusing, as if he'd neglected to pass along this wisdom. Walls, reiterated Angus. Landlord Walls. He had promised her this trip for years, and for one reason or another it had been often deferred, twice rescheduled, and even now there was a glitch. Last week, Walter and Catherine had been forced to postpone tomorrow's planned arrival in Sligo until four days hence. Walter's apologies were profuse. After months of red tape and head-scratching, he said, the date for meeting with a big client had come out of the blue. His cousin hated the inconvenience it would cause. After all, Catherine was the only one among them with guts to drive the Irish roadways. She was a regular sterling moss, fearless, focused, fast. Too fast, the cousins had long agreed. But what could they do? They were both cowards, unfit for the job. Until Walter and Catherine arrived at the lodge with wheels, he and Cynthia would be stuck like moss on a log. How will you manage? Walter had asked. Very well indeed, he said. In truth, Walter and Catherine's delay was the best of news. He and Cynthia were badly in need of four uneventful days, having been thrashed by the affairs of recent months. Soon after she fractured her ankle and lapsed, unwilling, into what she called her long and unlovely confinement, he learned he had a half-brother in Mississippi. There had been a few shocks in his seventy years, most of them occurring during forty-plus years as a priest, but never anything like this. As a kid, he'd once pulled that nearly impossible stunt of St. Paul's and prayed without ceasing. For a brother. It didn't work. Then, sixty years later, there was Henry Winchester. Henry, with acute myelogenous leukemia, needing stem cells from a close relative. He had quartered in Memphis with Cynthia for weeks, giving over his stem cells through apheresis, standing watch at Henry's bedside and feeling, in an odd and confusing way, that he was fighting for his own life. His long road trip in a vintage Mustang hadn't helped, of course. Then playing out the proverb of when it rains it pours, came the sudden flare-up of his diabetes only days ago. There's no way we're not going, he told his wife, whose recent 64th birthday had gone largely uncelebrated. There's no way we're not going, he told his doctor, who had seen him through two diabetic comas and was as hidebound as they come. Hoppy Harper had preached him the lipid sermon, followed by the exercise sermon, pulled a stern face to ram the points home, then caved. So go, he said, popping a jelly bean. Four days. To walk the shores of Loch Harrow. To row to an island in the middle of the lake and picnic with Cynthia. To sit and stare, gaping if need be, at nothing or everything. It would be roughly in the spirit of their honeymoon by the lake in Maine where their grandest amenity was a kerosene lamp. It had rained then, too. He remembered the sound of it on the tin roof of the camp, and the first sight of her in the white nightgown, her hair damp from the shower, and her eyes lit by an inner fire that was at once deeply familiar and strangely new. He hadn't really known until then why he'd never before loved profoundly. Cynthia nudged him with her elbow. We're around the bend. He leaned forward and shouted, We're around the bend. You were going to stop. 
There's nothing so bad it couldn't be worse. Another bend coming up. He sank back in the seat. That's the way of bends. They keep coming up. What might call you? shouted Angus. Are you the father or the reverend? Reverend, he said. I'm the father back home, but in your country only Catholic priests are addressed as father. Here for the fishing, you and the missus. No fishing. Tis the fishing capital of the West. You should have a go at it. We could reach out and touch those walls, she said. It looks like we're going to rip the side mirrors off their hinges. He made another feckless go at shoeing his right foot. Always looks that way. His earlier foray here had earned him rights to play the old head. Never happens. Angus gave him a shout. I've been thinking, Reverend. What's that? There's seven or eight them Kavna families in here.